Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Dr. Mikolos, tell us what do you know. I, I, I don't know whether to be excited or be scared with the news you're going to give us. Well, I think it's uh, exciting news and positive news. I was com- communicating earlier with Judge Weinberg about a fascinating article in uh, National Geographic. And basically, it talks about how we're learning that cancer cells basically have a mechanism to generate their own cloaking device. And basically, it puts a force field around them of these proteins, and it basically makes these cells invisible to our natural T-killer cells. And T-killer cells are these uh, basically like missiles, or if you want to make an easy analogy, picture that the cancer cell is circled with this glass shield around it, making it invisible to the T-cells to knock it out. So picture that these T-killer cells are like uh, Yankees' Aaron Judge hitting a baseball and smashing it right through the glass and destroying the cancer cell. And what we're learning is that these T-killer cells that we have swim around our blood 24-7 in our bloodstream and our lymphatic system, and they're like our immunological SWAT team uh, taking out cancer cells. And basically what the exciting news is that cancer vaccines and new immune therapies are being developed that will basically block the cloaking device mechanisms of these cancer cells on their surface. And this will allow the cancer killer cells to punch a hole through their force field and and basically recognize that the, the cell and say, you are a cancer cell. You've been hiding behind that force field of, uh, that you've created. So that's going to be exciting to have more targeted therapies against cells. And also, I think in the future, that's, every that's time a we wow. get a biopsy. Mm-hmm. It's a wow. It is. It's wow. And in the future, every time we get a biopsy, they're going to have customized immune therapies. Basically, they're going to take your cells, your cancer tumor, and say, okay, we see these certain types of cells on the surface. And then we're going to make an antibody, just like we made antibodies against COVID spike proteins. And we're going to specifically attack your cancer and your body for each specific person. And I think that's going to be the next new phase that we're going to be seeing is customized, targeted uh, ability to go after cancer cells so that people will have a chance to survive once things are detected early and before the system is overwhelmed. So some, many of our friends who we've lost to cancer, hopefully in the future, we're going to lose a lot less friends. And it's all about uh, health span, not just lifespan. It's quality of life and trying to live healthier for a longer time. The other uh, interesting topic that we talked about and uh, is about what's happening up in Boston with these playing around with the uh, viruses like the COVID viruses and these gain-of-function experiments. And I'm saying right now there should be an international ban on these type of experiments, manipulating the surfaces of these uh, viruses, making them more contagious and deadly. And one of these days, something's going to leak out of this lab and we're going to have millions of deaths. And I think there should be an international ban on playing with How the, does this doctor- these viruses. How does this happen? How does this how do they allow to do this? What are the controls on this? Well, what happens is think about if you have a if you want to if you want to make antivirals, for example, and you have to do experiments, it could take months or years. So what you do is you're making a virus that works very, very quickly. So you can do a lot of animal experiments very quickly. So it's highly contagious. So you can test all these different antivirals. So the goal of gain of function means to make it more contagious 
so you can do your experiments faster in a more efficient way and get your medicine out. And this is Boston University? Yep. Well, you know, we have a million people listening to us, possibly. Uh, Anybody associated with Boston University, let's get that message out. Go to the board of directors and tell the board of directors your job is to oversee what goes on at Boston University. It's happening in hundreds of labs all around the world. Well, let's take one by one. We're going to take Boston University now. Yeah, I think it's just telling all our politicians to just have a, even the United Nations, that there should be a ban, just like they have bans on certain types of uh, chemical weapons and chemical warfare. We should have the same thing, that uh, there, there should be a system uh, not to allow these things to happen and that these things have to be well documented and transparency and that they need to report to someone when they start playing with these types of things. Because it's like playing with a, an atom bomb. It's worse than an atom bomb. Because you can kill millions of people over a wide area. An atom bomb might take people out for a few miles and maybe hurt people for 100 miles. This can knock out a whole population. And even uh, it can even affect our animals. Imagine if it killed all you know the uh, animals and mammals. Well, if it broke out so, of Boston University and it first hit Boston, and then the people traveled to and from Boston, it, before you know it, you have a nationwide and a worldwide epidemic. Congressman King, you have well, something to say about that? No, I, I think I can't believe we haven't learned our lesson. I, mean, I can see if we did this two or three, four years ago before we knew what can happen. We, we saw what happened in Wuhan. I think it's really, uh, to me, it's it's totally, wrong. Yeah, and, totally and, irresponsible. I, yeah, and I, I agree. The UN, if, you know, if they can ban chemical weapons, they should put a ban on this. Exactly. And also, we have to understand that 100 years ago or well, this, this years is, ago, wait, this, is, this is worse than guns. Guns will kill a few this, people. Uh, 10,000 people, 5,000 people. You're talking about these these viruses can kill millions of people. They kill more than Hiroshima and okay? Nagasaki. So let's uh, stop the crap with guns. You know, the, these viruses are serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is that people don't realize that if the last administration didn't put a travel ban, we probably would have lost about another half a million to a million people in this country. Yeah. So uh, uh, 200 years ago, there was no airplane travel. Now, with airplane travel, we're all connected. So these things will spread like wildfire. So uh, here on WABC, we're saying it. Please ban these type of experiments. Absolutely. All right. Give us some good news now. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, enough with the bad news, uh, Dr. Peter Mihalos. Tell us how we're going to live to an extra couple of years. Well, I think that the great news was what I just said, that all these new cancer vaccines and immune therapies that are coming out are going to be game changers for the treatment of cancer. And we encourage people to get early testing, as we told our patients about some of the new testing, like the gallery test by Grail, where you can find 50 cancers before they even start. Again, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and simple things like getting your mammogram, your colonoscopy. And uh, even the pap smear test. Now we know that certain viruses that, you know, can cause uh, cancer like HPV and cervical cancer, you catch things early, you take care of them, and you can uh, do very well and live a long time. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.